Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, guys, and welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How is everybody doing out there, huh? This is your host, Jamie Rodriguez. This in every episode, guys. And you know what? I don't feel like I give enough props to my audience out there because we have listeners from all over the world. We have listeners at this point from like 13 countries, solid listeners with us almost every episode. So we thank you guys. So those of you in Peru, we hear you. Australians, Aussies, how are you guys doing? We love you guys. Uh, Colombia, hola Colombia, Europe, guys, thank you for listening. It really means a lot. It really means a lot to us that, um, you know, that you guys are into what we do. You know, into the musical artists that we uh, chat about. You know, whether they're up and comers, current hitmakers, or legends. Thank you, guys. Means the world to us, and of course, all fifty states from the United States of America, where we broadcast from. So, just a quick uh, props there to our audience. We thank you because everything we do is for you listening to this show. For you. Now, today's guest, guys, super exciting, energetic country rock band out of New York. So there's definitely something in the water in New York, a movement of country, like country rock happening there. And today's guest, guys, they're called Raquel and the Wildflowers. So it's a band led by Raquel D'Souza, who's a fantastic singer, and her and her band, and her band, which is uh, Luis Cruz on guitars, Cat Lines on the fiddle and vocals, Tommy Carlucci on drums, and Steve Riccio on bass. And they are just wonderful they have a spectacular live show, guys. Just one of those bands that live just takes off. Incredible chemistry, fantastic stuff. And, uh, you know, they've been charting on the radio. Um, they've been, uh, you know, they've played Urban Country Jam. And uh, later this year, they're slated to perform at the uh, Country Fest with uh, Dirk Bentley, Kane Brown, and Thomas Red, among others. So, you know, super happy to have them on the show. They gave us a tremendous performance of one of their songs. So be sure to check that out. And yeah, guys, if you want to find out more about them, uh, especially their tour dates when things open back up, RaquelWildflowers.com, guys. So be sure to check them out. And without further ado, drum roll, here's the show with Raquel and the Wildflowers. Oh my God. But yeah, look at you guys. I mean, Raquel and the Wildflowers. What a band, guys. What a band. So excited to to have you guys here. Raquel D'Souza, the singer, Luis Cruz, guitar, backing vocals, cat lines, fiddle virtuoso, and Tommy Carlucci, great drummer. Everybody's great. Thank you. Absolutely. Steve. Absolutely. And, and Steve, Steve of the... course. And Steve. Sorry, Steve. Don't I apologize. Steve. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's quiet. Sorry. He's very quiet. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a very uh, quiet dude, so. Yeah, <laughs> but, but half of what I say are all, are mostly jokes. <laughs> but... Love it, Steve. Let me start with you, actually, since you're the quiet mm -hmm. guy. Like you have all those cool guitars in the back of your compound there. Mm -hmm. um, could I give you any crappy guitar and you would make it sound good? Um, so I'm not 
much of a Lutheran. Um, mm. But so like, as far as like fixing it up, no. But if I were to play it, you know, I could probably make it sound good with some effects and stuff. Nice, nice, yeah, I baby. love it. <laughs> I'd be like, I love it, I love it. By the way, Raquel, Room 15, I have to just throw that out there really quickly. What a phenomenal song, love it. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. It's one of our favorites to play. I bet, I bet. And the crowds I, too. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, since you're talking about the crowd and you guys playing, the chemistry you have with the Wildflowers, Raquel, is something that you rarely see. I love it. I mean, it reminds you of like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band or just ensembles that connect at like another frequency. You can't like fake this, right, Raquel? No, you can't. It's definitely, and it's actually part of um, the audition process because I think it's super important to not only connect, you know, as like people, but like in the music, especially because when you're on stage and people are watching, like they're going to feel if it's like real or not. And it's not something you can't make up. So. So, so how does an audition work, Raquel, with you? Because obviously the musicianship is there, but how do you test mm -hmm. the vibes? Uh, there's a uh, there's a huge process. So there's... Is Steven, is Steven like the vice police? Is he like the last line of defense? <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Um, well, uh, I would have... Um, so you would come in prepared in the sense of like, you'll learn like, uh, I think like it was like two covers and it's like two different covers. Then like an original... Um, that's already recorded and released. And then the last one, I would send like a vocal scratch of a, of like a song to be developed with like, I'm like come into the room with like ideas. So we, so we see how we work together in a room, but also be open to changes. And then the last one is like jamming with the band. And so um, that's how the audition works. It's also, you know, see how we work in a room together, how you learn, like how you learn at home how um, yeah. we, how, uh, how you work together with the other players. Um, and yeah, and then love we found it. a really great group. I love it. No, I, and I do, <laughs> I, and I do want to get into each of the group because everyone is just fascinating. But Raquel, first of all, tell me, like, how did the Wildflowers project begin? Like, what was like the, the genesis of it? Uh, originally, um, I was, I made a transition into pursuing my original music in 2017. I recorded and released an original. It um, won a Reverb Nation contest and it was distributed for airplay and it charted, amazing, run towards the highway. And since then, like I was really, I always wanted to like, you know, find like an amazing, incredible band. So eventually like Kat and Luis joined and we had some other players at that time too. And as we kept going, um, we were like, you know, this is definitely like a band feel. And we uh, rebranded the name. Um, I may be butchering this story a little bit. <laughs> um, so Kat and Louise, you want to help me out? Um, uh, eventually rebranded the name. And we're, I was, you know, at the time I, we were like really thinking about like, you know, what is our music about? What are we about? And um, ultimately, like our music collectively is like so different from one of the other. All of us individually comes from different musical backgrounds. Also, Kat is all the way from Texas. You know, we're from yeah. New York and we have some Connecticut people. And so like wildflowers seem to like really like sound really nice. And, um, you know, so it's like, you know, when wildflowers, when you see wildflowers grow in the wild together, it makes something really beautiful and organic. So it's like really yeah. symbolic, the name too. 
And, um, and then we got Tom, and then we were going on our first major tour and, um, Tommy came along. Hey, Tommy. And then, and then, uh, we got Steven who came along too. And since then it's been amazing. We're, it's such a great team. Um, we always have each other's back when one's feeling down, we pick the other one up when we have goals to hit, we're always motivating each other. Everybody puts in their part. So it's very, we're very lucky. I feel very lucky and very blessed. This is my first band. So I feel very, um, proud and really like, um, grateful to have the people we have yeah yeah you guys have an amazing thing going it's just like the perfect mix you know like the chemistry elements like a little bit of this just enough Mm -hmm. uh let me start with cat you mentioned cat cat is from texas uh you know she plays the violin cat you're so talented um but let me ask about this cat because you went to the mark wood rock orchestra camp for 10 consecutive years uh, this did. was a, a camp created by the Trans-Siberian uh, Orchestra founder and Grammy Award-winning guy, uh, Mark Wood. Tell us a little bit about this camp, because that's fascinating to us. Like, like to those of us that are not in that world, like, what's like a schedule in this camp? Like, like what's a day like? Like, what's the routine? That, that's so inc- fascinating. I feel like I'm so incredibly lucky because it's really every musician's dream. Um, when you're brought up as a classical player, like I was, I started playing violin when I was eight years old and I was very classically based. I was playing in classical orchestral groups and Mark Wood comes along with this incredible seven string electric violin, having played for amazing groups like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. He had toured with Celine Dion. I mean, you know, incredible rock star of a guy. And I was 12 years old the first time he was like, look, you know, he'd come for one of his Electrifier Strings events and he said, look, I'm starting this camp. You have to be there. You have to be there. It's going to be this incredible event with all these different musicians, with all these different genres. And I mean, a day, a day at camp is just the most amazing thing. I think I wake up at like 530 in the morning. We get breakfast. We have morning meeting. And then it's just a day of classes and rehearsals and jam sessions. And we've had Lady Gaga's violinist there, Judy Kang. We've had Tracy Silverman, who, if you don't know him, he was a former member of the Turtle Island String Quartet and is just the most mind-blowing player. So we have all these people who have toured, who have done networking events, who have been studio musicians and mix and mastering and done all of these things for years and years and years. And they come to us and it's like school of rock and they give us all of their wisdom about all these aspects of the industry. And it's my best friends in the world are there. And I, I, you know, obviously I miss them so much because I couldn't go this year, but it's the most amazing experience and it gave me a huge leg up in becoming the player that I am because otherwise I feel like I wouldn't have the knowledge about the industry that I do. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, the, uh, just the proximity to all those experiences must be priceless. I love that. Great story, Kat. Absolutely. Luis, let, let, let me uh, pivot to you because uh, I mean, you're so good with your instrument. Like you're like the Thank perfect you. sidekick. Your original stuff is amazing, but also your covers, like your covers of like Casey Musgraves, U2, Chuck Berry, like so damn good. Yeah. Oh, thank you, you know, I actually, <laughs> encourage, no, I actually encourage people to check you out on the socials at Luis, the guitarist, because like, it's like, oh, a, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You, you have just like magic everywhere. It's really good stuff. Oh. <laughs> Wanted to ask you about the chemistry with Raquel on stage. Because just checking out some of the stuff, it's like you almost know what she's going to do before she does it. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like that, totally, right? I, yeah. You know, it's, it's really funny. I, I said this story before. Um, so how I originally met Raquel was, um, uh, let's go a little bit before. Um, I've been in plenty. This is Raquel's first band. This is, I've been in so many different bands. And, and I think the thing that often happens is that uh, usually you'll have 
a lot of players that you meet that say they want, you know, to quote unquote, make it whatever their definition of that is. And then for whatever reason, the band falls apart. Very, very common. You know, it's just a thing that you go through when you're joining bands and, and learning how to play and stuff right. like that. It's like dating, uh, so, but musically. Yeah, literally, yes. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And uh, their bands are extremely married, and sometimes you go through messy divorces and things like that. And, I've, you know, I've been through it, all of that. So having said that and having done that, I kind of know what to look for. I know when people are serious. I know when people are, you know, they have it in them where it's like, oh, this, this person has sort of that same drive as, like, I would say I, I have. Because I know no one in the industry, even though I grew up in New York City, I literally, no one in my family plays an instrument. No one right. was ever in a band, you know, especially the kind of music that I was into wasn't it's not necessarily like what you would consider a modern day New York City. You have to uh, be fully committed to it, right, Luis? Like I was talking to um, like Swedish pop stop group the other day, Smith, Smith and Tell, and they were saying like, like you have to be like, like really like fully committed to it to even have a chance. Yeah, you know, it has to be what you think about 24-7. And, and right. that's, that's, really, that's really what it is. So when I met Raquel, I actually saw an ad on, on Craigslist. And that's literally how, that's how I met her. And there was something just about the way she worded everything. I was kind of like, there's, there's something. I've told her this before. I'm like, there's something different about this girl. There's something different about this woman. I feel like she's very, 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 very serious. And, and I was just... I immediately intrigued of like, oh, I, I you know, I got to see what this is about. What's this project about? And, and she invited me uh, over and and we jammed and there was just an instant, an instant chemistry musically just there like, wow, OK, there's something here. I know there's something here. There's not a full band. We're going to do country, even though we're from New York. We know mm -hmm. no one in the industry, but there's something there. And it. Uh, and when you meet someone like that musically, um, you recognize it right away. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a pulling, I guess, feature. You know, you're excited to go to rehearsals. I've been in bands where it's like, oh, here we go. Another rehearsal. Right. It's like pulling teeth. Right. Uh, teeth, excuse me. Um, but this was just different. And, and I think that just shows in, in all of us and, and, you know, I think between uh, her and I, since, uh, you know, we've been working together since the start of this project, uh, I think maybe it shows a little bit more, but I feel the same way with everyone else in the band. It's just, you know, there's some chemistry there where it's like, I, I there's something there and, and I love it. <laughs> that's, that's a great story. I, I, I want to get to Tommy in a second, but Raquel, let me just pivot back to you super quickly. Tell me about that Craigslist that like, like what year was this and uh, like like what 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 section did you put it was this creepy back here or not yet like what was what was going on it was the classifieds under i think it was like community musician cool. um i'm sure if i go through my email i could probably find the listing because i'm pretty sure that's what i did and it was funny um because anytime someone emailed me and it was so weird because it was the same thing when someone emailed me i was like ah, i don't have a really good feeling about how and it's like it's just through an email it's like ah, i don't really have a good i have a good feeling about this person i have a good feeling right. about this person um but uh yeah it's so funny anytime we tell people cat was a little bit more classy we found her on facebook yeah a little bit more modern and, and high class nice Good and uh, oh, and Tommy, uh, through a mutual friend, uh, recommended okay, us. Okay, that's but, high end. Mutual yeah. friend is high end. Now we're talking yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Barney. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who, <laughs> yeah, the guy who previously. Careful, you'll get to his head. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy who was previously drumming with us took off with another project. Really proud of them. Um, so then he recommended Tommy. And Tommy's amazing. We love you, Tommy. And then Steven, funny enough. See, I get these feelings. I saw, uh, we did like a co-headlining show and I saw him playing bass. And he has such big, he has such a big personality when he plays bass on the stage. Yeah. And I, I remember turning to Louise. Maybe Louise was ignoring me. But I remember like... I don't know what it is, but I feel like one day he's going to be in our band. You're and like, like, let's poach him. So you're a, you're a poacher. A year you're an later. Poacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at, at, at the end of the day, that's Raquel is the poacher. It should be Raquel and the poacher. Yeah. He was like, so, you, uh, you look like you want to play in a different band. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because yeah, at the time we we're like, we need a bass player for tour. Do you know anybody, Steven? I know you play bass. And he's like, hold on. Wait a second. I'm available, and I'm like, yeah, that oh, would be, okay. Let me check my, ske- let me check my schedule. I'm I available. <laughs> I was like, come on in here? for an audition, Stephen. And then he did amazing. I think he did amazing. Oh man, that's that's great. I totally believe in all that vibe and energy thing. So absolutely, I I, I totally get it. Tommy, you picked up the drums at like so young, age five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, unbelievable. What are some of your earliest memories that you have, you know, just like banging those drums as a kid? That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so for me, it's something about it. my uncle <clears throat> started me on it. And, you know, he bought me a snare drum when I was a kid. And he was just like, just try it and see what happens. And of course, like, like typical parents, I don't want this noise in the house. And then uh, he convinced my parents. He was like, look, if 
if he likes it, we'll keep it going. Like, you know, cause obviously as a kid, you kind of lose interest and stuff like that. Sports really wasn't my thing. So like I tried baseball, basketball, nothing, but I always loved drums. And then I saw that thing you do is a movie with Tom Hanks and it kind of bases around yeah. drum. Underrated. Really good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, that, that kind of really sold it for me. And then I remember one Christmas, uh, my cousin and my uncle came in with like a bass drum and a floor tom to uh, really complete the drum kit. And I guess the rest is just history, man. It's it's just so much fun. And it's it's weird because going back to that thing you do, um, we were, so last year, obviously with COVID and everything like that, we were supposed to do Ohio State Fair hmm. and the Wonders in the movie, that was the first state fair that they played. Oh so my God, just, look like, at that. Crazy. Wow, like, that is, that's that is insane. And then we're playing here and it's just like, and I, cool. I got that thing, like, you know, like when you really like are unsure and you're like, okay, like, is this the fair or whatever? And it's like, I watched the movie again. He's like, we, we're so excited for the Ohio state fair. I'm like, Oh my God. Like oh that is, God. that's weird. Really weird. But it's a lot Interesting. of fun. I think there's something special going on with Raquel and the wildflowers. I, 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 I just, I, I'll just put my chips on you guys. You know what I mean? There's just something there. I love we it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean that, that that's that's a great coincidence there, um, Steve. Uh, let me let, let me chat with you for a second because yeah, uh, how, obviously the past year has been for everybody has been interesting, but for you especially as a father, right? And uh, yes. how has that been um, enjoying that time with your family? That maybe you know if you were playing shows on the weekends and festivals, you you couldn't you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah, um, I mean, luckily for my you know job, I've been working from home for about a year now um music wise it's been it's been great but also very frustrating um you know having to be sequestered into our own spot right. virtual camera because my hat looks all weird um and uh so while we all get a chance to you know be home and be with our family um and that's a great feeling i got to witness my son growing up um you know as much as possible so I love that, you know, <clears throat> that feature. And, you know, the only thing I could say is, you know, while it was really fun for the gigs that we did play, I just wish there was a lot more. It's just, you know, bad uh, circumstances all around with what's going on, but we're really hoping for a super positive 2021 and to get back out there and play as much as possible. Yeah, totally. I totally think we're uh, we're turning the corner now. Kat, let me ask you this. I mean, uh, uh, like you guys on the band were supposed to, you know, you're, you're, you're still technically supposed to play Wisconsin in 2020 in the summer with Dirk Bentley, Kane Brown. I mean, obviously, that'll be great if that show gets to happen. How would you describe Kat, Raquel and the Wildflowers, uh, live uh, to someone who has not seen you guys perform? Oh, a live Raquel and the Wildflowers experience. Um it's going to be a balance of, we, we like to say that we're a classic country with a modern twist. We try to both revisit the like really classic country songs, you know, Wagon Wheel, Chicken Fried, 90s country, Shania Twain, and also keep up with what's going on today, Luke Bryan's current releases, um, and of course, our own stuff. I think mm -hmm. that a Raquel and the Wildflowers live experience is, it's all about the fun. It's all about the positive energy. Yeah. Um, we want to get everybody up and dancing and we really the thing that i really love about this band that i don't always see with country bands and especially with big bands uh they don't all have a fiddle and they don't mm -hmm. all even let the instrumentalists that they have have a second to have center stage and improvise and do solos and have duels which luis and i duel 
on solos at live shows all the time because I you love win, it. And it's I fun. win every single one of those duels. I win <laughs> no, you every don't. single time. <laughs> no, you don't. It's a tie. It, it's a tie. <laughs> it it allows me, especially I joined this band when I was 19. I was a sophomore in college and I was so, so incredibly excited because that opportunity just wasn't happening for me on campus. So to get that invite on Facebook was like, ah, this is, this is it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you're going to see a lot of really incredible performance from all of us, both as individuals and as a group. And I really appreciated that because again, for one, I think every band needs a fiddle. I just think it's such a dynamic instrument and it adds so yeah, much. But I, I also think that you just need to hear from everyone on stage. And I, I'm so appreciative of the fact that we really all just bring our personality and it, it brings everyone to their feet, which is something we really, really miss. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Raquel, um, people like Stevie Nicks, Paul McCartney, Don Henley of the, you know, they continuously have performed their solo stuff, but they kind of keep coming back to their bands. It's like their family. Uh, why do you think that the band element is just so, you know, important, even when you have the goods, like, you know, you have the voice, you have the charisma, but like the, the band element is just takes it to another level. I would say exactly that. It's just a whole different experience. Um, and just energy in general, like right now, since we're all at home, we don't get to do much. It's nice to have like our own projects and just to kind of like have that creative freedom to like not limit ourselves. Cause I know everybody works on like their own things too, mm -hmm. but then when we come together, it's just like, it's just something, it's just, it's very different and amazing. And I just, I love it. I love this project. I love everybody in it. So I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it just feels right. And like what Louis said earlier, like I'm always looking forward to like the next rehearsal, like working together. I grew up playing sports and doing Girl Scouts. So everything was always like team oriented, even though there's always like a leader um, and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it, Raquel. I mean, you guys are being so generous with your time. Thank you so much. But Raquel, since I have you here, let me, and you mentioned Run Towards the Highway, your, your mm -hmm. debut single, 2017, like you said, it charted like top 30, I believe, you know, with uh, Carrie Underwood and Luke uh, Bryant, the whole thing. I think the reason why this song resonated so much, Raquel, and it still does, is that it goes beyond that relationship aspect. If I'm, you know, I just think it's about cutting anything that is holding you back mm -hmm. and just kind of like pushing through. And I think with this pandemic, it's become more relevant to everybody. Um, would, would you agree with that? That it's like, it's almost like become like bigger than like, than just like a lot. Yeah. Thing? Yes. Yeah, totally. Great. Great. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, uh, you guys have been so generous with your time. Like I can't, I can't tell people enough to like, you know, check you guys out live and check out your records. I think we're turning the corner on this pandemic and People should really like just check out Raquel and the Wildflowers. If you guys are ever in Nashville, like we look forward to seeing you guys here and just thank you guys Absolutely. for your time. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, thank you so you. much. One of the, one of the most important things. Thank you so much for having us. Is trying to make each other laugh a little bit. Not so much that we want to mess up, <laughs> but but just like ah, I made you laugh. I got a, I scored a point. So if you guys do see it <laughs> and you guys see little smirks on her face, you know that you know one of the It's done. probably Steven starting starting a dance battle with somebody. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Steve, Steve is an amazing. He's an amazing dancer. He's he really is. Really? Uh, yeah, I think in another life he was a 
you know, like Mr. Competitive Bro James. dancer. What about you, Luis? You, you, you don't shake the moves during your solos there with Cat? <laughs> well, no, you see, I'm so concentrated on, on He's the stoic type. Cat. You know, stoic. I got I to gotta win. And it takes all Kat. of his concentration to do so. I, I mean, obviously, so that's what I'm saying. I, I, it takes all my concentration to, to win because, you know, even though her and I are, are competitors, she's really, like, like, really good. So I have to, like, focus, like, you know, okay. I got it. I, I don't have I don't have time to shake my hips, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I gotta say, Steve's a great air drummer too. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. To give me two straws in a song, I will air drum. Oh my god, and poor, poor Tommy has to see all this thing from the back. That's poor it. Guy. Yeah. Best, that's yeah. the best seat in the house. The best seat in the house is the drummer seat. It was funny because they had like a guy's night like before the pandemic and stuff or I don't know, some point. And um, they were telling me that Steve, like, because, you know, Steve works long days. He has a family and then, you know, they went out to let loose. And he was like just dancing and jiving by himself that people literally started walking up to him to try to compete with him. And then I was like, yeah. listen, this needs to happen like once a week. You guys need to start collecting five dollars. Do yeah. like a 50-50, and that's like our tour funds right there. Is Steven Dan like battling everybody? <laughs> Opening app. Steve yeah. can be the opener, you know? Yeah, he's the opener. It's just it's Steven the robot dance. You Steve know? dancing and playing bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and air drums. Air drums for sure. Air drums. I can do I've never seen here. that side of him. I've never seen that side of him. It was it was it was amazing. I'm very fluid after a few drinks. So. <laughs> oh my god guys you guys have something really special going on uh, like yeah. care for it like trust me i do this for a living you guys you don't see you know family like you guys every day care for it love each other and uh thanks for thanks for the music guys thank well, you thank so much you. jamie thank you for right. having us All stay right, safe guys. Bye. Bye. bye bye you've been listening to j-rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez